What's going on? It's time for another episode of Too Hard for the Radio, transmitting from the future free state of Idaho, where I have a frog in my throat. I am the one-armed man-man. And from the badlands of southern Montana, we've got Nolan5150 in the house. Hey, yo. What's up, dude? <laughs> uh, How you doing? Just, uh, just chilling, man. Finally finally made it through the uh, Sturgis season. Hell weeks. and uh, Yeah, you got... You went and had some uh, some downtime. What'd you do? Uh, I went to went out to uh, Missoula. There's a really awesome little amphitheater. It's the Kettle House Amphitheater. It's right up against the river. Saw some saw some li- live reggae. So nice. Good old time. I was thinking the answer was going to be mushrooms. <laughs> what did you do? Mushrooms. <laughs> Well, so I guess that kind of was the answer <laughs> in a roundabout in a round, kind of yeah, way. Roundabout way. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I've had so I took my car in to get new tires the other day, and I took it down to this big O tires, and uh, I sent it in, and I forgot. I I got out of there, and I went shit. I forgot to tell him that I've had some head shake in my front end, and I think my my left front rotors warped. So I get it back, and it's not fixed. So I go fuck. So I take it back. Said, hey, my brakes are fucked. I need you to, you know, my I've got head shake. I told him the whole deal. I go, ah, no problem. We'll take care of it. I go pick it up today. And I go, so what, what was the deal? And they go, nothing. Your brakes are fine. I go, what are, you, huh. what are you talking about? My brakes are fine. You go, yeah, we put the micrometer on them. They're good. You got plenty of life. I'm like, guess we're doing the brakes myself. You know, <laughs> right? it's just, I couldn't believe it. And, you know. This one's even more embarrassing, but a couple weeks ago, I think I've told you that like a few weeks, like a month ago, maybe my AC went out for the day Yeah, and I was playing hell trying to get somebody to come out and get it. And I figured out that, uh, my filter was a little bit clogged. It didn't look like it was dirty, but I put a new one in the thing de-iced and I got cool air back. So about two weeks later, same thing happens. I'm like, what the fuck again? So I go out and I turn it off. I, you know, let it let it melt, and I fire it back up again, ices up again. I'm like, son of a bitch. So I have to call, and they go, oh, yeah, we'll get out there on Monday. This is like Thursday. It's 105 degrees. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? I'm even, like, yelling, we got disabled people in the house that are going to die. You know, they don't fucking care. Oh, we'll have the manager call you back, and we'll get, you know, we'll get you on the emergency list. Never heard back from them. Yeah. So I call out this other company. They come out, and uh, the guy takes a look at it, and he's like, yeah, we need to add Freon to the system and we need to clean it and blah, blah, blah. I go, all right, how much is this going to cost me? He goes, 700 bucks. I'm like, fucking kidding me. And it's like eight o'clock in the morning. So I'm not really thinking clearly at this point. So I'm like, you know, it's either pay this guy or like get the other company out here on Monday and hope that they're not going to charge me for, you know, they're going to bullshit me and be like, Oh, it's not our fault that it's low on Freon. I, it doesn't matter that we just put a, a new, a complete new HVAC system in your house two years ago. It couldn't possibly be our fault. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck it. I'll just have this guy do it. So he does the whole thing as he's leaving. I go, Hey, you know what? I got a question for you. And I take him out to the garage and I see my filter sitting off the side I go do you put a new filter in this thing and he goes yeah you got a stack of them there so I put a new one in and I go this I, I put this filter in three weeks ago huh. what the fuck do you mean it I need a new filter it's dead white and he goes oh you see the how it's all ruffled and I go yeah and he goes you're running a dehumidifier I go yeah I got fucking sick I've been sick for a month so I've been running a dehumidifier he goes oh yeah it trashes your filter huh. so literally all I would have had to do is put a new filter in it and I could have limped it across to the next week yeah. until they could have came out and added free onto the system. But you know, he couldn't have just told me, of course, Hey, if we swap out the, you know, the filter, you can probably lump it. So there's $700 out of my fucking pocket, dude. I was so mad and it's nobody's <laughs> fault, but my own, yeah. you know what I mean? I just like looking at it. I was like, how could I have possibly need to change the filter that I just changed three weeks ago? And yeah. then who would think that like, a dehumidifier in one room would lead to like destroying your entire filter. I never, you know, yeah, I don't, I, just <laughs> never occurred to me. Never really dabbled in the HVAC world, but uh, did you follow that up with any uh, any like research on 
filters and stuff because I'd be curious to know. I know how yeah. a lot of that shit operates. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you get you get pressed on on something or you get caught in something like that. Maybe you know you didn't need a filter and he just tossed one in there and then he's just trying to cover his ass. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really look into it too much. It just fucking pissed me off. Uh, I hate spending money when you don't have to spend it, especially when it's like, you know, a lot of money that I literally didn't have to. Like, I needed to have the thing cleaned anyway, so it would have cost me a couple hundred bucks to have it cleaned, but I wouldn't have had to pay for the, uh, I don't, I think I could have gotten them to fill it up with Freon and just being like, hey, motherfuckers, this is your deal. Yeah. You know, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I'm an idiot. and. Shit happens. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, it's debate night in America. Actually, it was debate night last week, but it's debate night on Too Hard for the Radio bow, podcast. Bow, bow, bow. Are you ready to... Yeah, yeah. Are you ready to uh, watch some of these debate debate exchanges from the RNC? Who's the master debater? Yeah. So anyways, all right. So first off... the. the it was such a weird and corny debate. I didn't load up the beginning of it because it would have taken too long and it was just annoying. But they like opened the debate with a bunch of videos and shit. And then they played like a section of Richmond, north of Richmond. And they were like, how are you going to stop, you know, fix the problem that this song? Every and, uh, you know, they went into their whole thing. And then the next day, like Republicans are all online jacked up. You know, they all think it's their song. And uh, the guy comes out and he's like, hey, man, I wrote the song about the people on this fucking stage. Like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, are you are you not? Did you not listen to the song? Yeah. So he releases that video. It goes viral, you know, because everything this guy says is viral right now. And uh, a couple like the next day, day after Democrats are all fired up. Oh, my God. He wrote the song about the Republicans. We're so great and blah, blah, blah. And he had to come up. And in his first video, he said the song had nothing to do with Joe Biden. Yeah. It's bigger than Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. And so they go, oh, the song has nothing to do with Joe Biden. Therefore, the Democrats are the heroes. And he had to come out and make another vehicle and be like, guys, same fucking thing. Did you not listen to the song? And it's so weird to me because like as a libertarian, I'm not on either side. I looked at the song and immediately went, yes. The reason why this is resonating with everybody is because he is attacking Washington, yeah. not any particular party. Like, the Republican Party was just as connected to Epstein as the fucking Democratic Party, and the Republican Party has played their part in the welfare state just as much as the Democratic Party has. Yep. It's, like, it's amazing to me how these people just prescribe meaning to something that is clearly not there. Yeah, it... Uh that just shines a light in my mind on how uh like gullible disconnected uh, people are you know you you subscribe to one thing and you don't have your own presence of mind to consider anything else and so shit like that comes out and how many how many millions of people heard the uh republican side or how many people heard the democrat side and then it nobody listens to either side and all the information it's just Whatever propaganda is fed to them yeah. is, you know, that's that's the truth. Yeah, it's like a mind virus. Uh -huh. Hey, look, here's something that I can just, whatever. Anyways, let's get into the debate. Let's get into this fucking thing. So they came off. Uh, we're not going to play the whole debate. I just took different clips from here and there. But right off the bat, they came out with this. And this is just incredible. More than a thousand people are still unaccounted for in Maui uh, after the deadliest U.S. wildfire in more than a century. Hawaii's governor and White House officials said that climate change amplified the cost of human. Sorry, I didn't play that whole thing. Climate change amplified the cost of human error. So. <laughs> Let's not talk about the human error that went down due to government and government enforced monopolies. Let's just talk about the climate change aspect. And a tropical storm hit California for the first time in oh, 84 my God. years. The ocean So was it climate change 84 years ago also? Florida and right? in the last month the heat wave <laughs>
Southwest. And then she also said the the waters off the coast of Florida hit 100 degrees. They want that the whole story was the ocean hit 100 degrees. What it actually was was the inland estuaries that the ocean, you know, so you've Feet. got the ocean yeah. that comes in and kind of makes a lagoon. Yeah. So these shallow lagoons hit 100 degrees and now all of a sudden it's the ocean. I remember hearing that one and not knowing what the lie was, but right away was just like, "Oh, that's a lie." Like I've been to Cancun before, the water's 80 degrees. There's no way the water went up 20 degrees from what I experienced in Cancun in Florida, thousands of miles north. Like it, it just right away, I was like, that's bullshit. Yep. And of course it was. Broke records nearly 50 years old. So Alexander 50 years. Diaz from Young America's Foundation has a question for you all. Let's bring this Polls idiot on. Polls consistently show that young people's number one issue is climate change. How will you, as both president of the United States and leader of the Republican Party, calm their fears that the Republican Party doesn't care about climate change? So this is Fox News. This is your evil conservatives who are destroying the planet. This is Fox News. This is a leftist debate already. Like, you know how I talk a lot about how the leftists have us so ingrained into leftist thinkings that we're always playing by their rules and arguing within their confines. Right off the bat, they're starting this debate off in a left-wing format. We're, how are you going to calm fears that you don't care about climate change? Not like, what do you think about climate change? How would you uh, approach climate No, how are you going to calm down these crazy lunatics that don't think you care about climate change because that's the most important thing in this country. Yeah, today. it's a loaded, loaded question and opinion. And they even come out. This is the most important issue. So I mean, we 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 just have to we have to address it. We fucking don't, man. This is bullshit. So now they're going to go into this this childish. Like, they have this whole childish system set up right now that's just amazing. We want to start on this with a show of hands. Raise your Do hand. Do you believe Because in we're in fifth grade. Human behavior is causing climate change. Raise your hand if you do. This is amazing. Let's treat the people who are supposed to run the war machine like children. We're not school children. Let's have the debate. I mean, I'm happy to take Good it Good on DeSantis for coming out and just saying, fuck this. This yeah. is stupid. But then he gives this wish-wash answer. One of the reasons our country's decline is because of the way the corporate media treats Republicans versus Democrats. Biden was on the beach while those people were suffering. He was asked about it. He said, no comment. Are you kidding me? As somebody that's handled disasters in Florida, you got to be activated. You've got to be there. You've got to be present. You've got to be helping people who are doing this. And here's yeah. the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Stop yeah. Yeah. So here's is that a yes? Answer the question. Is that a yes? Is that a hand raise? You do not. I think it was a hand raise for him, and it's um, my hands are in my pockets. No, 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 I'm ra- my hands are in my pockets, Vivek says. That's fucking sweet, man. <laughs> Vivek came out firing on this one. He made a lot of mistakes because he's a rook, but, you know, he came out fucking firing. And DeSantis did a lot of this bullshit throughout the debate where he kind of just gives non-answers and filibusters and talks about this and that and blah, 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 and he doesn't really, like, we'll see this further on. Let's Let's get in. Vivek... My hands are in my pockets, he says. Let's play it again. I think it was a hand raise for him, and it's um, it was. my hands are in my pockets. No, 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 I didn't raise a, didn't raise a hand. Let us be honest as it's Republicans. It's a hoax. I'm the only person on the stage who isn't bought and paid for, so I can say this. The climate change oh, agenda whoa, 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 whoa. is a oh, hoax. Geez, <laughs> the climate this change agenda is a hoax. Hear- and we have to declare independence for it. Re- Listen to the crowd booing him. What kind of crowd do we have in here? I mean... To me, like, and we'll we'll listen to the crowd more on later. But that was a very strange moment. Yeah. To me, that should have been instant just cheers. Right. Yes. Thank you, God. Somebody just please come out and say it. This is ridiculous. We all know it's ridiculous. We just debunked half of their question. Yeah. I. I- and it's amazing that they that like right away to like. DeSantis pivoted, but they're going to do everything they can to bring it right back. What do you got? Uh, I think that just shines a light on um, what we were just saying, how it's it's the left and the right that are the, the problem. And 
it honestly the Santas is going to play the game. Yeah, but the climate change issue and why the crowd was booing is because that is like like they said the uh, number one issue of all young voters or whatever that that's just shows that that is the main topic of like propaganda that choice. they're trying to push into everybody's choice. mind and uh yeah. it it's the topic of choice of like i've watched <laughs> i've watched motocross and supercross a lot and they're they added this new playoff season none of the fans are really fired up about this shit like it's okay like most real fans are are like it, these guys already have too many races we can't just keep adding races to this but when you watch the broadcast on the weekend Ricky Carmichael's just, oh my God, you know, these playoffs, 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 playoffs. All we talk about is playoffs. It's like, no, dude, all you talk about is playoffs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that's what you're paid to talk about. We, as fans, we're talking about all the shit that bugs us about what you are doing. Hmm. And they can't stand it. They just can't stand it. Ricky Carmichael is the worst announcer on the planet. <laughs> Nobody is worse. I've never seen a worse. And you know me, dude. I love Ricky. He's the man. Yeah. yeah. He's the worst announcer <laughs> I have seen in any professional sports in all my life. I've yeah. never <laughs> seen so many so bad. And they just force feed him down your throat. The other week on the broadcast, they had him like they, they put James up in the booth because James is way better in the booth. And they put him like roaming trackside and they were putting him picture in picture. For his interviews. Hmm. Like, why the fuck do I need to see Ricky Carmichael's face laid over on the top of a race? Like, show me the race. Yeah. I don't give a shit about this guy. Like, I really don't. Like, I loved watching you ride, but now, dude, get a Corona and a lawn chair and get the fuck off my screen. <laughs> I just... Or, or and it's the same thing with this. Or, or just get the Corona in the lawn chair and just don't talk. Don't give them a mic. Let's just see a quick clip yeah. of Ricky, just, Ricky watching the race. Hey, everybody. The, the dude can't speak. He stutters. He, like, he uses different terms. So, like, he says nevertheless all the time, and he doesn't use it properly. So, like, nevertheless is a term where, like, you know, uh, he crashed. Nevertheless, he was able to make it to fifth place. Yeah. And he'll use it in the opposite opposite fashion. He'll be like, he had a great weekend this. Nevertheless, he won. It's like, wait, what? No. Like, and then he calls the Lawrence brothers the Hunter brothers or Hunter Deegan. And he just can't speak. It's annoying. Mm. All right. I've, I've said my piece on this. Nobody cares. <laughs> The anti-carbon agenda is the wet blanket on our economy. Yeah. And so the reality is more people are dying of bad climate change policies than they are of actual climate change. Governor, Governor Haley, are you... And that's Maui for you. Yep. So John C. Dvorak on No Agenda did a, a great piece of reporting on this where he came out and he's like, actually, climate change did destroy Lahaina. And you dig into it and... Lahaina or Maui Electric or Hawaii Electric, I think is what it's called, was being forced to go green by 2030. Mm -hmm. And they spent um, billions and billions of dollars on green tech and they didn't spend shit. I think it was like $400,000 on land management. Yeah. So clearing bushes and shit like that. So in effect, climate change did destroy Lahaina. Yeah. I'm going to try and let this play a little bit more. Otherwise, we're going to be here all fucking night. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Listen, listen, listen. I've had enough. Hold on, hold on. I've had enough. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like Chat GPT standing up here. It's a decent line. And the last person in one of these debates, Brett, who stood in the middle of the stage and said, What's a skinny guy with an odd last name doing up here was Barack Obama, and I'm afraid we're dealing with the same type of amateur standing on stage tonight. Not bad. Chris Christie coming in fighting. Yeah. You know what the funny thing about Chris Christie is here is he's probably been fasting for like three days before this, so he can just look a few pounds thinner. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like... This is like fucking the UFC weigh-ins for him where he's just all emaciated and he's still like 260 pounds. Just a monster. Sweating he's going to go and off. eat like three T-bone steaks when this is over. Be like, oh, I just hammered that little Indian fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and you'll help elect me just like you did to Obama, too. Give me that the bear same hug, type of hey, Got, Hold on, hold on. Hey, Governor Haley, would you like to respond? Are you so bought Brett, and paid what for? I would like of to course. say is the fact that I think this is exactly why Margaret Thatcher said, if you want something said, ask a man. Oh. If you want something done, ask a woman. And here's our leftism right back in feminism. Yeah, go ahead. clean water we want to see that taken care of but there's a right way to do it and the right way to do it is first of all yes is climate change real yes it is but if you want to go and really change the environment then we need to start telling china and india that they have to lower their emissions yeah let's tell them with tomahawks yeah. and these green subsidies that's that what Biden she'll do has put in the war on climate change just what china. we need because he doesn't understand all these oh he doesn't understand that he's done what that does half of the batteries for electric vehicles are made in china and so that's not helping the environment you're putting money in china's pocket and biden did that so first of all i think we need to acknowledge the truth which is these subsidies are not working we also need to take on the international world and say okay india and china you've okay. got to stop polluting and that's when we'll start right. to deal with Senator Scott, climate. are you bought and paid for absolutely yeah dude so this is a major problem this is how you know they're all on the same team she goes what president biden doesn't understand it's like oh really this corrupt fucking bureaucrat who just today we've now found out through FOIA that he has 1500 emails under aliases he just doesn't understand what he's doing yeah right yeah and the one we just need to get good people like me into office and then everything's gonna be great yeah and her little comment about the um um batteries and yeah. And in my head, I'm like, all right, well, then quit trying to force electric vehicles down everybody's throats, and then we yeah. wouldn't need the fucking batteries, right? And quit subsidizing these fucking companies. Yeah. I mean, just because they're built in in China, we're subsidizing GM and Ford and Toyota and all these different companies to build electric vehicles. So you're giving them the money. Mm -hmm. Taxpayer money. All right, let's go to the next video. We're going to be here all night if we don't hurry up. I'm going to have to let these play a little bit more. All right, this one's good. Here's Chris Christie on crime. Democrats blame this crisis on easy access to guns. They also blame Republicans for blocking gun control legislation. What would President Christie do? You know, I'm proud of the fact, Brett, that I'm the only person along with Governor Hutchinson up on this stage who's actually running United States Attorney's Office. I ran the fifth largest proud office to be in a America in a, in a state where <laughs> there is significant urban crime. And urban crime. He's got a hard on for crime. This guy's a Democrat who's got a hard on for arresting black is, people. Is that these prosecutors in these localities That's in the states the are refusing to do their job and to arrest violent criminals. So what a President Christie would do is appoint an attorney general who good would people. instruct oh, each of the 93 U.S. attorneys that they are to take over the prosecution of violent crime in every one of those cities that are failing to do so. We have plenty of room in the federal prisons to lock up these violent criminals and clean up what's going on plenty all of room across in federal this country prisons. in these individual oh, yeah. cities. <laughs> Secondly, Is that a fact? What we need to make sure that each and every one of these criminals understand is that the laws apply to everybody. And when Hunter Biden fills out a fake application, a false application for a, for a gun permit, and then is facing a 10-year mandatory minimum, which was mandated by legislation sponsored by his father. And then you have a Justice Department that walks away from those charges. We're telling people that the law doesn't apply to everybody. That's not a In bad a point. administration, he would go to jail for 10 years. What about? All right, so what do you think? Should he have gone to jail for 10 years? Uh, probably, I mean, ultimately probably not for that single crime. I, to my knowledge, he hasn't been convicted of other crimes. So typically, you know, like first, uh, I don't think 10 years, but he definitely should never be allowed to own a firearm. In my opinion, if you lied, you know, on no those one, documents. you disappoint me, you disappoint me. I, I, I tricked you on this one because I kind of had a feeling this was going to happen. This is my point about thinking like a leftist's. Here's here's just one one quick question for you. Are gun permits constitutional? Uh, no. No, they're they not. are not. But so they've got us thinking like leftists very, again. Here we're arguing over whether whether Hunter Biden should or should not go to jail because he filled out a fake gun permit when as conservatives you should be standing up there going, Hey, look, 
it sucks that the law is not enforced equally, but gun permits are unconstitutional. So what the fuck are we talking about? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it's unfortunate that he can't, you know, follow the law and own a gun and be a responsible person, but we're not going to institute gun permits on on law-abiding people just because douchebags like this exist. So it, it's going to be a sexy thing to give him 10 years in prison, but honestly, no. The guy does not deserve to go to jail because shall not be infringed does not mean shall not be infringed as long as I tell the truth on a permit. Yeah, Like, that's crazy to me. So I'm sorry I had to bust you on that one, but <laughs> no, that's it kind of makes good my point. point. Like th- good they're point. so yeah. good at getting us to think like leftists and play their game that it it gets you away from what we should actually be pursuing. Yeah. And more guns. Everybody should have a gun in this country. The only way to protect yourself from a lunatic with a gun is to have a gun yourself. The more people in this, the more law-abiding, decent people in this country that own guns, the safer we are going to be. So I thought that was a interesting, an interesting comment because, you know, fair. Yeah. this guy's a Democrat. Yeah. This guy's a fucking Democrat. Like, if he was a real Republican, he'd just go, hey, look, this is crazy. Gun permits. And, you know, I live in New Jersey. I, I got rid of, I've been lobbying to get rid of, you know, like he could have gotten rid of gun permits in New Jersey. He's the fucking governor, but he didn't yeah. because they want total control. They want total control of these motherfuckers. They don't want you to have a gun. They want you to have the illusion that they want you to have a gun. Yeah. The President Ramaswamy. What does the President Ramaswamy do about guns? So the reality is we have a crime wave in this country and we know how to fix it. The question is, do we actually have the spine to do it? More cops in the streets who are on the streets able to do their jobs without looking over their shoulder for getting sued. And we also have a mental health epidemic in this country. Just over the same period that we have closed mental health institutions, we have seen a spike in violent crime. Do we have the spine to bring them back? I think we should as president. I will. But it's not just drugging up people in those psychiatric institutions with Zoloft and Seroquel. It's a deeper issue. I think faith-based approaches can play a role here, too. We're in the middle of a national identity crisis. And I say this as a member of my generation. The problem in our country right now, the reason we have that mental health epidemic, is that people are so hungry for purpose and meaning at a time when family, faith, patriotism, hard work have all disappeared. What we really need is a tonal reset from the top, saying that this is what it means to be an American. Yes, we will stand for the rule of law. Yes, we will close the southern border where criminals are coming in every day. And yes, we will back law enforcement because we remember who we really are. And that's also how we address that mental health epidemic in the next generation that is directly leading to violent crime across this country. Oh, here he comes. Really quickly, Governor DeSantis. We don't have an identity crisis with that. We're not looking for a new national identity. The American people are the most faith-filled, freedom-loving, idealistic, hard-working people the world has ever known. We just need government as good as our people. Oh. I think the difference is you might have, as some others like you may have on this stage, it's morning in America speech. It is not morning in America. We live in a dark what moment. What country and we have is this guy living in? Most face we're in an internal, no, sort of cold cultural civil you war. And we have to recognize the American that people with the failed win. government in Washington, D.C. Oh. We just need government yeah. as good as our people again. We so just need government as good as our people. We just need me. I don't know what that slogan means. We need to shut down the administrative state. That's actually how we translate Crime has been on the rise in Florida, Governor DeSantis. How? Okay, we don't need to listen to DeSantis. That's interesting. This morning in America speech, like he's what, how like disconnected from reality must you be to think that we still live in the 1950s? Cause that's what he's describing. 1950s America, leave it to beaver. That's who we are. Except Joe Biden's in office. That's who we would be if it were not for Joe Biden in office, it would all go back to leave it to beaver and the Brady bunch again. If not for this scumbag, <laughs> just vote for me yeah. and everything's going to be great again. Uh, and then four years later, I'll stand back up here and tell you the same exact thing and be wrong. It's crazy. No, it's always just like, I could, I could have done more. I just need more time. Right. I mean, it's crazy. We're going to skip ahead. Cause this is taking longer than I thought. Let's see. Where's the other one? That I liked. Ah, here we go. Let's go to Ukraine. 
Is there anyone on stage who would Oh, not- you know what? Before we go to Ukraine, I wanted to address one other thing that Vivek said. He said that there needs to be faith-based solutions to these problems like, like drugs. And I completely agree with that, actually. I'm on record. I've said before that I think every parent should read Alcoholics Anonymous with their child. And I think that would do more to combat the opioid epidemic than the entirety of the DEA. You know, there's a section in this book here. I'll read it real quick because I always, this was one of the most interesting points of this book when I read through it. So it's discussing this guy who's, you know, hopeless, essentially just at death's door, can't stop drinking no matter what he does, just utterly hopeless. And so he goes and he seeks out, and he's a rich guy. He's a Wall Street trader. So he goes out and seeks the help. He basically goes, he goes to Carl Jung, which is the equivalent of like going to Jordan Peterson and asking like, what do I do? So he essentially tells him, go find religion. That's your only goddamn chance. And here he says, yes, the doctor, uh, yes, replied the doctor. And this is Carl Jung. There is exceptions to cases such as yours. Um, have been occurring since early times. Here and there, once in a while, alcoholics have had what they call a vital spiritual experience. To me, these occurrences are phenomenon. So this is one of the most brilliant doctors of all time, uh, psychiatrists of all time, understood the human mind better than anybody in the history of the world at, at that point in time. They know a little bit more about the brain, couldn't explain it phenomenon and yeah i think unfortunately that's probably like i read a couple articles today about like the modern view on on uh, alcoholics anonymous and i read a really terrible one in the atlantic where they're like oh we know science now you know people don't like religion it's stupid blah 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 and the way i was always explained to it is like if you have a problem with the word god and they explain it a little bit in the book they say it's a power greater than yourself. It doesn't have to be Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So one of the guys explained it to me is like, there's no single person on the planet who knows how to make a pencil. That pencil is a power greater than yourself. Just substitute the word pencil <laughs> for God everywhere you see in the book and do exactly what it says yeah. and you'll be fine. And I've seen it work for many, many a people. It's, it's an interesting deal. Anyways, I, I, I liked that he brought that up. Because it's something that isn't discussed at all in the corporate news. It's just DEA, fentanyl, China, let's go to war. Let's have a bigger war on drugs. Let's let's take the war on drugs global. Why not? It's been working so great abroad, you know, here in the States. Let's take it yeah. global. Yeah. <laughs> right? All right, let's check in on Ukraine. Support the increase of more funding to Ukraine. We would, would not Europe, support it. Europe would not. So... I kind of, I kind of cut off that clip. They asked, "Would you not increase it?" And Vivek just immediately, boom, no. And then DeSantis is coming and saying, "Europe needs to pay their share," which is not a no. Mr. Ramaswamy, but you're saying you would not, too, Governor DeSantis? I will have Europe to Mm. pull their weight. Yeah. Uh, What the fuck? Not not an answer to the question. What does that mean? And I think our support should be contingent on them doing it. And I would on have how support much? in China uh, to be able Which to take, countries? Uh, to be able to take yeah, he China. just wants more money to, to, to fuck. Are they going to have to play, pay into NATO as well? Yeah. I would not. And I think that this is disastrous that we are protecting against an invasion across somebody else's border when we should use those same military resources to prevent across the invasion of our own southern border here in the United States of America. We are driving Getting some Russia cheers now. into China's hands. The Russia-China alliance is the single greatest threat we face. And I find it offensive that we have professional politicians on the stage that will make a pilgrimage to Kiev, to their Pope, Zelensky, without doing the same thing for people in Maui or the south side of Chicago okay. right, or Kensington. Okay. I think on. that we Not have the interest of America to secure our own border instead of somebody else's. And the reality is, this is also how we project okay. strength and by making America strong at home. Thank you. All right. We heard, heard, heard the names. Let's Governor Christie first. All right, yeah. look. I did go to Ukraine, and I went to Ukraine because I wanted to see for myself what Vladimir Putin's army was doing to the free Ukrainian people. And let me tell you, I want you all to look around this arena tonight and imagine that every one of these seats was filled. 
And if every one of them was filled, there would still be 2,500 more children outside to make over 20,000 who have been abducted, right. stolen, ripped from their mothers and fathers, right. and brought back to Russia to be programmed I, to I've, fight their I haven't own heard families. any of this. Pure propaganda. Yeah. That is pure propaganda. They were reporting on this shit early on in the war, and it just all turned out to be pure propaganda. At one point, they were saying that they would go in, rape the women, steal the children, and then blow up the toilet. <laughs> like, What? Why would they blow up the toilet? Oh, we don't know. No, they meant it's some si form of psych psychological warfare. They're just blowing up toilets. Meant I guess they want people to have to go outside. It's just crazy that people would actually believe this shit. And it sucks. Like, listening to myself say that, it comes off as so insensitive. Yeah. Because people are actually dying over there. I've seen some horrible, horrible battlefield footage of young men just being destroyed lower mandibles blown off, faces ripped apart, holes all the way through their sides, missing limbs, just horrific stuff. Just the meat grinder. Just the definition of a fucking meat grinder. It's it's ridiculous. But this is 100% propaganda. People's eyes cut off their ears and shot people in the back of the head, men, and then gone into those homes and raped the, the daughters and the wives and the sons left as widows can't let the sons widows. go free this Rape is them too this is the vladimir Please. putin this is the vladimir putin who donald trump called brilliant and a genius oh so we got a little bit of a break in the video here it had to reload so i figured i'd just cut it you know a lot of propaganda landed on this is what russiagate does even the republicans a lot of cheers <laughs> You were mentioned. You were mentioned. Governor Haley, welcome back. Vice President Pence was mentioned. You get 30 seconds. Yeah, well, he just talked over her and she did not like that. Be the leader of the free world. Has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. Oh, we can do both. We can do both. We can do both. We can destroy the world and be greater home. The arsenal of democracy. Years ago, made it clear. We said, if you're willing to fight the communists on your soil, we'll give you the means to fight them there, so our troops don't have to fight them. Vivek, if we do the giveaway, the UN, so our troops don't have to fight them. Rolls across a NATO border, and frankly, our men and women of our armed forces are going to have to go and fight him. I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive Putin and the Russians back out into I want to let the Ukrainians fight and drive the Russians back out of their country. We all know that that's not happening. He's literally telling you, I want to throw these people into the meat grinder so we don't have to send our boys over there, which he would happily do anyways. <laughs> that's these that's these people. That's the Republican Party. We are going to send these people into the meat grinder so we don't have to go fight Russia because we've pushed so far into Russian territory that what would what would we do? What would we do if all of a sudden Russia and China started putting bases in Mexico right on our border? We would flip the fuck out mm -hmm. and we would have every right to do so. There are friends. I think Nikki Haley gets gets a little more in depth. But there are friends. I, have a, I want to just briefly address Pence, to make that Vice fight. President Pence. I have a newsflash. The USSR does not exist anymore. It fell back in 1990. The real threat. Yeah, he did. The real communists. You already spoke. Now I actually have something to say. Vladimir Putin has been saying he wants to reestablish the old Soviet sphere of influence. I think he said that once, like 20 years ago. I insulted him by calling him a communist. He is a dictator and a murderer. Yeah, he is. And the United States of America needs to stand against authoritarian no, we do not. The real threat we face today is communist China, and we are driving Russia further into China's arms. The Russia-China military alliance is the single greatest right. threat we face. Okay. Nobody in either political party is talking about it. And I am the, I am the only non-neocon on this stage. Pence is just losing it right now. They are so hot and bothered by Vivek right now. Which you can just tell. They are... He is really under his skin. China will not think about taking Taiwan. 
We achieve peace, peace through, strength. through strength. And that's worked out great okay. for us in the past. Here we go. I think we need to when, establish some when, ground rules when here, When we folks. hear this bell, yes. that, that means your time's done. done. <laughs> so, Mr. Vice President, we appreciate your aggressiveness here. 30 seconds is 30 seconds. Mr. Ramaswamy, you were mentioned. You get 30 seconds. So the reality is that today, today, Ukraine... I don't know why they're booing it. Oh, they're booing Pence. Oh, I forgot. And I think that the same people Pence who took us into the Iraq him. War, the same people who took us into the Vietnam War, you cannot end it. You cannot start another no-win war. And I do not want to get to the point where we're sending our military resources abroad when we could be better using them here at home to protect our own borders, okay. protect the homeland. All right. That will be my top priority in foreign policy. Protect this homeland. All right. I thought we had Nikki Haley. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. And, uh, if Pence wasn't hot and bothered enough, here, let's let's get Nikki Haley in on the action. Um, you did not raise your hand, meaning that you would support more funding for the Ukraine war. You have uh, said of Governor DeSantis that um, you, you didn't appreciate it when he initially called it a territorial dispute. Initially, he Why? walked that back. First of all, the American president needs to have moral clarity. They need to know the difference between right and wrong. They need to know the difference between good and evil. Right. Yeah, when which you look you at the situation do. with Russia and Ukraine, here you have a pro-American country that was invaded. Pro-American country. So and why, again, are they a pro-American country, Nolan? Oh, that's right, because we instituted a coup in 2014 mm -hmm. and overthrew a government that was more friendly to Russia, installed a government that was friendlier to us. You know, fuck the, or fuck the EU, that whole, that whole Victoria Newland call. That, you know, nobody fucking cares. They're our friends. We've been, <laughs> we've been tight, dude. Didn't you have a, a, a Ukrainian exchange student in your house growing up? We had like six. <laughs> when you want to talk about what has been given to Ukraine, less than three and a half percent of it's our nothing. defense budget has been given to nothing. Ukraine. If you look at the percentages of billions. per GDP, yeah. 11 of the European countries have given more than the U.S. Oh, but what's really important is going back to when China and Russia held hands, shook hands before the Olympics and named themselves unlimited partners. A win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that Ukraine right. is the first line of defense for us. And the first problem that Vivek doesn't understand yeah. is oh, he, doesn't he understand. wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to right. let China to eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop funding Israel. You don't False. do that to friends. What you do Our instead friends. is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is a front line of defense. Putin has said if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. Hasn't said That's that. a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Prigozhin. Oh, when I oh was my God. UN, the he killed Prigozhin. This is how fucking wild these people. This Prigozhin was a warlord. He is an oligarch and a warlord. But somebody got in his ear and convinced him that we could, you know, help him overthrow Putin and and get put in charge. All of that propaganda that Chris Christie was just spouting about—they're going and they're cutting ears off, they're raping men, women, and children. If that happened and it didn't, it was Prigozhin's guys that were fucking doing it. But it's you know. It's crazy. He just killed him. Oh, my God. It's like, this is how out of control these people are. Russian he was good, though, because he liked us. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer. She is so over hot and bothered right now. Some these people going insane for the Ukraine. This is, again, what I was saying about these crowds. Like, where do they get these people? Yeah. Are they Republicans? Do these Are they sneaking Democrats in there and saying, like, hey, look, you need to pretend to be Republicans and just go insane for the Ukraine? Well, like, that's I, what I was thinking is going on. Maybe there's not even an audience. Do they even show the audience at all? Really? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, maybe they're holograms. Yeah, they could. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's AI generated. <laughs> yeah, they just, maybe it's they, chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, first of all, first of all, Mr. Ramaswamy, your 30 seconds, Mr. DeSantis. You know, Nikki, I wish you well answer. in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not on but the, the fact of, of the that was his best Raytheon. line. And you know, Boeing came up and you've been pushing this lie. You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want Nikki. to go and defund Israel? Yes. You want to okay, let me address that. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to address each of those right now. 
the false lies of a professional politician. There you have it. This woman is a monster. You have no foreign policy experience, and it shows. And you know what? The And you have there and shows in the pointless wars we've gotten into. I have to address that. He needs to wait and wait for them to quiet down. Nobody could hear what he just said. He just said exactly the truth. And all of the wars that we have been in in the past 20 years are from you standing around me. So your foreign and policy experience has clearly done nothing good for this country. So maybe it is good to, we can get a new guy in there. I mean, yeah. it's he, wild. He 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 really gives off, uh, you know, I feel like the same kind of vibes that Trump did on his first term, you know, is the whole he, he's cleaner he, and more polished. Yeah. And he he's not, you know, a, a polished politician that's clearly already no. already corrupt. Uh has has his own money, right? He's like a self-made Here's the difference. Everything that he talks about, he's read a book about. Everything that Donald Trump's talks about, he's read PowerPoint slides about. <laughs> that's the difference. Yeah. And it shows. It shows. Clearly it shows. It is a friendship. And you know Just what friends do? Going friends help Ukraine. each other stand on their own two feet. So I will lead Abraham Accords 2.0. I will partner with Israel to make sure Iran never is nuclear armed. But you know what I love about Israel? And I've been there probably in the last 10 years more than most people on this stage. You know what I love about them? I love their border policies. <laughs> I love their tough on crime yeah. policies. I love that they have a national he is, identity. He's very and good at going to, to the border. Their homeland. And so, yes, I want to learn from the friends that we're supporting. And what puzzles no, me is, no, I want to Yeah, we need to keep giving the money. Our homeland, that Nikki. Israel that needs is the America. Answer. America needs on? Israel. Okay, they Governor DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, this you woman, mentioned the territorial dispute. This Not woman only, uh, feeds. No, off of death and destruction. Yeah. You can just see it exuding from, we need to keep giving them money. We need war. And that's you just could see her just being like, ah, doing the Alex Jones scream <laughs> in front of a camera with like bombs going off right behind her and children just drinking their fucking blood and just screaming, ah, more war. And that's the second time that I've heard the, the front line phrase. She just said, uh, Israel's a front line of defense against Iran yeah, yeah. and Ukraine's a front line of defense against Russia. Yeah, man. They're the meat grinder. We need a meat. We have to have the meat grinder continually fed. <laughs> Here we go. So this is, uh, we'll go backwards a little bit. I skipped this one because we were running short on time, but I think we got time for it now. Here we go. But we are going to take a brief moment talk about and Trump. talk about the elephant not in the room. <laughs> Woo! There's the Democrats. indicted in four different states on 91 counts. He will be processed tomorrow in Georgia at the Fulton County Jail for charges relating to the 2020 election loss. You all signed a pledge to support the eventual Republican nominee. If former President Trump is convicted in a court of law, would you still support him as your party's choice? Please raise your hand if you would. Children. Yeah. Vivek going for it. I think Vivek's going for that VP nod. So just be clear. Yeah. Governor Christie, you were. I don't know. I've heard actually Patrick Beck David did a really good uh, dissection on that. He thinks no. He thinks that he's too much of an alpha for Trump. To want around. And I think that does make a little bit of sense. Vivek yeah. is, he's young, he's hungry, he wants the spotlight. He might be a little bit too much for Trump. But, but I think Carrie Lake is probably the best choice for him. Yeah. She's, yeah. uh, she's really good. She's really good. She was, I saw a video of her earlier today where she was milking a cow and she's like, which one do you use from the New York Times? I'm like, I am. She's like, well, I I challenge you to go over to that stall and milk that bull because gender is obviously a spectrum and that bull, you know what I mean? And it, it was just great. And like everybody's laughing at this reporter and just making a mockery of her. It was fucking beautiful. And I think that like female energy would pair up well with Trump. Um, I like Carrie Lake. I think she's dynamite. I, you know, I don't like everything that she 
she espouses and she lines up for politi- I'm, I'm libertarian she's a republican but i think she's great as far as republicans go she's this new school republican who's anti-war and pro border and i mean hopefully they'll get into it would sure be nice like vivek knows about the federal reserve and inflation and all that shit because he was a businessman i'm not sure how much you know trump's going to get in and the first thing he's going to do is drop interest rates back to zero and we're going to just start building the house of cards again. And everything's going to look good for the four years that he's in. It's, oh, everything's cracking. People are working. We got unemployment down and everything's going to look real good, but we can't escape our financial demise. At some point, it's going to happen yeah. sooner or later. And, you know, if he's lucky, it won't happen under him. But I don't know. At this point, I don't I don't know when it's going to happen. It could happen. You know, Bitcoin's been down, but the hash rate's still up. It's good good news for Bitcoin. Stock market's down. Everything's going down. So we'll see what happens. Giant? No, I'm doing this. Look, <laughs> look, I'm doing this. And I this. know you didn't. Whoa, whoa, no. Come, watch and the look, I, what, what, look, here's the here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom Someone's line. got to stop normalizing this conduct. Okay, now. Now, whether or not, whether or not you believe that the criminal charges are right or wrong, the conduct is beneath the office of President of the United States. Look at, listen to the cheers. Like, there's cheers and boos in there, but there's. This is the great thing about this country: booing is allowed. But it doesn't change the truth. It doesn't change the truth. Mr. Ramaswamy, you raise your hand supporting. Isn't that just a, a great way to win the hearts of the people? Yeah. Is to tell them that they don't understand the truth. Mm-hmm. That's that's you know I care so much about you, yet you don't understand the truth. Sorry. No. I'd like to hey. get in and respond. Let's just speak the truth, okay? President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. And Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance against one man. And if people at home want to see a bunch of people blindly bashing Donald Trump without an iota of this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. It's no different. I am running no for difference. president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country. 30 seconds, Governor DeSantis. You know, let me tell you no, something. No, I'm sorry. 30 you, seconds, Governor You make me laugh because... You sit sit here in an answer, you sit here in an answer, right? Smoke, you just roasted that pig. That's his Kamala Harris moment. Kamala Harris moment, Mm -hmm. or Tulsi moment. Look at, it's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. So listen. The more time we oh, spend now, doing now this, now they're the going to scold the crowd. Talk you about you, you, you wanna animals, talk about. quiet down, you Trumpian so animals. We need to listen to the Mr. great Christie. Chris Christie talk. You, you sit here talking about. You know how Chris Christie's going to stop the border crisis? He's, I will go down to the border. I will open up a Mexican barbecue restaurant every 10 miles and we will eat them. We will eat the Mexicans. <laughs> how you want to stand up for the rule of law <laughs> yes and law and order <laughs> and the fact is that it can't be selective in your book you had much different things to say about donald trump than you're saying here tonight that's and, not true well it is very true that's not true. it's very true i read it because and i know look, I, I ate it by the way it tastes delicious <laughs> yeah i you know what i know a lot There's better a difference between i know I know a lot better than you do. You've never done it like you've never done anything to oh. try to advance the interests of this government except oh. to put yourself forward as a candidate tonight. And here's the thing. We've stood up for law and order. I did it as U.S. attorney. I did it as governor. And I am not going to bow to anyone when we have a president of the United States who disrespects the Constitution. He said... He said, he said, he said, Martha, Martha, it's important to say that the president said, Donald Trump said, it's okay to suspend 
the Constitution. Now, the oath you take is to preserve, protect, and defend, not suspend. I will always stand up for our Constitution, regardless of the political pressure. But we are. So he said the most telling. He just dropped the most telling little nugget from this entire debate. At one point, he said, you have done nothing to forward the interests of this government, of this government. Mm -hmm. That's the way they think. You know, when they say our democracy, they don't mean us. They mean their democracy, our control on power. And you can see right there, he doesn't give a shit about the American people. He wants to advance the interests of this government. And they were blasting him on this the entire freaking debate. Oh, you have no experience. Isn't that? It's like, no, dude, I got a real job, something that none of you have ever had. And then I made medications that saved the lives of children and I made a billion dollars. So no, maybe I've never voted for the president and maybe I've never, you know, donated a bunch of money to Lockheed Martin in order to get, or, you know, done a speech at Lockheed Martin in order to get big donations. But I helped the American people, and in one way, by saving the lives of their children. Na- like, if you saved the life of one child, of one child, you've done more than ninety percent of the people will ever do on this planet. More than anything that these people have ever done. It's amazing to me how, like, how smugly they look upon. The lonely entrepreneur who just does nothing but, you know, nothing but advance their own interests. Right. Oh, he didn't pay any and look taxes? At, we, we come together to advance the interests of Lockheed Martin and Raytheon. Yeah. You know, we come together to destroy the planet, murder children, drink their blood. And, uh, you know, we do it on your dollar. And then we take those dollars and we trade them illegally on the stock market and we get rich. <laughs> That's what we do. You're not one of us. Ew. Gross, disgusting commoner. What country are you from, anyways? You smell like <laughs> with, curry. With a weird last name. Yeah, dude. I was expecting some some sort of like racist dig. I guess like the Chat GPT comment was as close as you could get to a racist dig. But I was expecting some sort of racist dig. No, at some who, point who, from one of these. No, fuckers. Christy. Christy said that he was like the last time somebody. Yeah, the Chat GPT. No, no. That. Oh, what? That was Desantis, right? No, oh, that was yeah, Christy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, no, he, he, but Chrissy yeah. said the, he was like the last time somebody stood in the center of that stage with a yeah. weird last name or something. It was Obama. Yeah, he was talking because Vivek made a, a reference in the beginning. He, he kind of quoted Obama. So that was where that reference ah. was coming from. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I thought it was really interesting how well he did. Um, Vivek. A lot of yeah, a lot of the stuff that he said didn't play well in the audience, but played very well online. Yeah, the reason he was standing in the middle of the stage is because he's pulling the highest out of all these people. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of the first shot for the boomers to see him. You know, the boomers aren't really watching podcasts. He's all over podcasts. He's everywhere. So for us, this is not like a new thing to see him. But for the boomers, this is kind of like I would imagine my grandparents had never seen him before. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, you know. And it's going to be an interesting, you know, the next 10, 15 years are going to be very interesting when these people start to age out. And, you know, are we going to see our generation sell out the same way that theirs did? Like, I like to think it's not going to be as bad, but you look at somebody like Dan Crenshaw, who's just, you know, Dick Cheney incarnate. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't hold a lot of hope, you know, I. Peace through strength, because that's worked out so freaking great for us. But the real winner of the night wasn't on the stage. It was fucking Trump, obviously. Yeah. He went and did a um, an interview, like an, an hour interview with Tucker. And Tucker asked him a bunch of different questions. He asked him a couple different times if he thought the deep state was going to try to kill him. Trump wouldn't answer. But uh, he, he did have one one little little dig here. This was This was just hilarious. Here we go. So you think he's failing? He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. 
I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, she has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. You know? It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But it's she weird. has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you... Well, the way she talks, the bus will go here, and then the bus will go there, because that's what buses do. And it's weird. The whole it's thing weird. Is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary, and other people will get involved. I mean, Newsom, right? I could mean, that's... be, could be. I mean, you know, I always got along well with him, believe it or not. But could be him, could be somebody else. He's got a big... It's weird. Uh, but she has bad moments. And... It's weird. It's weird. But I think I actually cracked the case on this one. So I was in an Uber earlier today, and I smoked a little bit of weed before I got in. And the guy's like, oh, you smell like fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I changed my shirt before I got in today, but, you know... Yeah. You got here a little quicker than I thought, and he started asking me a bunch of questions, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you ever tried tripping on Dramamine? <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, you take 10 or 15 Dramamine, you go to another fucking universe. Jesus. So I think Kamala Harris is tripping on Dramamine. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> another night in the books. Our vice president's tripping on Dramamine. What else can you do besides... Maybe subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs>